Hello, and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, December 20th, and we start with local news. The Spring Hill Police Department is asking for the public's help in identifying an individual who allegedly stole $400 worth of gas from a BP station in the 3500 block of Kedron Road. On December 1st, a black male wearing a white t-shirt and black toboggan used a fraudulent car to purchase a fill-up of two Penske trucks. You can view a photograph of the alleged thief at murraycountysource.com. If you have information relating to this investigation, please contact Detective Josh Weber at jwebberspringhilltn.org. The Tennessee Highway Patrol has identified the motorcyclist who was killed in a crash last Friday afternoon in Murray County. According to the Murray County Fire Department, crews responded to the wreck shortly after 4 p.m. on Friday, December 15th in the 700 block of Mooresville Pike. A crash report provided by the Tennessee Highway Patrol reveals that 22-year-old Trey Davidson was traveling north on Mooresville Pike on a Kawasaki ZX-1 motorcycle when he crossed the center line while attempting to negotiate a curve. Officials said Davidson ran off the roadway, struck a ditch, and continued traveling before eventually hitting a culvert. Davidson was reportedly wearing a helmet when the crash occurred, according to the THP. No additional details about the crash have been released. A Friday night fire in Murray County left at least one building damaged as well as the surrounding woods. The Murray County Fire Department said crews were dispatched shortly after 6 p.m. on Friday, December 15th to a report of a structure fire along Ragsdale Road in Santa Fe. When units arrived at the house, fire officials said they found a home 80% involved in flames with trees burning and an outbuilding catching on fire. First responders reportedly operated in defensive mode for more than four hours, containing a half-acre woods fire and cutting down several burning trees with chainsaws. According to the fire department, Murray Regional EMS treated one civilian and one firefighter at the scene. There is no word on the nature of their injuries at this time. Officials have not shared any additional details about the fire, including its cause. Christmas arrived early for former Mayor Dean Dickey with a special dedication by Columbia City Council of Ridley Park's Championship Field in honor of his many years of public service. The dedication was presented in the form of a resolution during the council's regular voting meeting on December 14th, which Dickey said was a complete surprise to him, describing the notion as a true honor. I was just told they hope I didn't have plans for Thursday evening, that it was a secret. Dickey said, I had no idea. Dickey and his family have been Columbia citizens since the early 1970s, helping establish the Tennessee Grocers Association and spending his career managing a chain of giant food and Piggly Wiggly stores. He joined the city council in 2008 and was later elected mayor in 2010, serving two four-year terms. Dickey served in the United States Army during the Korean War in the 1950s, Dickey was also a devoted member of Columbia Kiwanis for more than 40 years. During his time of service, Dickey was an advocate for creating jobs, overseeing many major projects, and always keeping the mindset of, growth is good, but you have to stay ahead of it. 
One of these major projects was creating the Ridley Sports Complex, which now hosts multiple tournaments throughout the year in Columbia, including the Mid-State Classic Softball Tournament, which has consistently been a sellout event for many years. I believe we're now in our fifth year with the complex. It's been a big deal, and we keep getting lots of sponsorships, Dickey said. It's just a really nice place where you can meet a lot of nice people, he said. Last week, Dickey was presented with a copy of the resolution by council members, who also shared words of encouragement and gratitude for his many years of service. Mayor Dickey first got me on the Architectural Design Review Board, but then he put me on Planning Commission, and he always said, everybody needs to run for office. And so I took him up on it, Columbia Vice Mayor Randy McBroom said. Mayor Dickey is a rock star, and everybody is always con- congregating around him to show respect. It shows you the kind of impact he has had. But the biggest thing is that he's still a link to the past. The foundation that he set is what the city is growing on now, he said. Ward 2 Council Member Debbie Wiles added that Dickey is, quote, a man of character and strength. This man was kind to my husband and kind to us, Wiles said. We just love seeing him everywhere he is around this town. Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder concluded, saying the shape of Columbia as a community is because of former leaders like Dickey. Our obligation as a council is to make sure that Columbia is equally well positioned so that 30 years from now, future mayors, vice mayors, and members of council can say that they were equally as well positioned, Mulder said. For the positioning that has been provided thanks to Dickey's leadership over the years, we all owe a debt of gratitude. A proper dedication at the park will be planned at a later date, or as Dickey said, when the weather gets a little nicer. In the meantime, he appreciates the tribute and continues to push for smart growth within the city. After turning 90 this year, Dickey said he doesn't do much and probably shouldn't these days, but always has a watchful eye on how the work he started is continuing on an upward scale. But just as when he took the mayor's seat for eight years, the goal is to stay ahead of growth, and that is very much that it very much takes a group effort to succeed. As long as they keep creating good jobs, we can handle the growth, Dickey said. Growth is good if you control it. We could have a problem soon with traffic, but we've got lots of people coming down here and think Murray Regional is a big draw for health care. It's going to continue, he said. The state of the county's progress appears to be in good shape and growing as the year winds down, according to the Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance. Murray Alliance President Will Evans presented his quarterly report to Columbia City Council this month, which highlighted recent growth announcements and goals outlined for 2024, which include job growth, new investments, and an always-growing chamber body of members. Evans said the county's unemployment rate has stayed steady over the last year, but the active project pipeline remains strong with about 22 projects currently. The current unemployment rate is 2.9% as of September in Murray County, according to state data lower than the state average of 3.2%. Evans also commented on the recent announcement about Zentria Technologies, a Taiwanese-based metalworks company, which selected Mount Pleasant as the location for its first U.S.-based facility. This would create approximately 85 new jobs, as well as $45 million in capital investment for the county. They're one of the leading manufacturers of metal composites in the world, used for solar, transportation, and other various applications. The project here would focus on the transportation industry, where they will be making composite panels for semi-trucks and tractor trailers, Evans said. They will be building a new facility on 35 acres at Cherry Glen, 
It's right there with that strike zone by bringing a diversified industry. And these are very high-quality jobs above the average wages that we've seen in projects over the last few years, he said. There's also been progress in implementing the county's recent strike zone survey, which addressed the top wants and needs based on feedback from local government boards and committees. On a typical year, we receive about 150 requests, which has been down a bit this year to about 100, but still a lot of activity, Evans said. This year, with our new strike zone, we've responded to about 25 to 30 of those RFPs, taking into account, are these projects diverse? Do these jobs have high wages? And are they a responsible use of the properties we have? Evans concluded his quarterly presentation by updating council members on the status of the chamber, which now includes 636 members compared to 599 at the end of 2022. That's about a 6% growth, which the average is about 3 to 5%, Evans said. Last year was really strong with about an 11% growth, and so we are still trending in a very positive direction there. That's indicative of the business environment here, and many of those are new businesses located here in the city of Columbia, he said. Evans also added that the Murray Alliance's drive to support local businesses is still thriving, partly due to the local first gift card campaign, which are cards valued between $10 and $25 available at the Murray Alliance, which can be used at more than 60 local businesses. This year to date, we sold and or distributed over $47,000 into the community. And during the week after Thanksgiving, we had a promo where we sold over $30,000 in just two days for those cards, Evans said. And after talking with our front staff this week, we've also sold an additional six dollars to $7,000 worth of cards in the last few days. This program has taken off over the last few years, and we are excited to implement it to promote local shopping within the community, he said. Looking into next year, Murray Alliance plans to launch a new Size Up Murray software platform, which will focus on small business growth and local business resources, including steps on how to start a business, as well as an interactive map for citizens to find information on businesses and their locations. Businesses can enter various data points of their business and pretty much benchmark their performance against other businesses within that sector of Murray County, within the state and the United States, he explained. The Columbia Noon Rotary Club will soon dedicate a freestanding clock at the Farmer's Market Pavilion at Riverwalk Park, commemorating the organization's 100th anniversary. The item was brought before Columbia City Council this month as a resolution, which was unanimously approved at the beginning of the meeting. The clock is estimated to be valued at approximately $20,000. I just want to say a thank you to the Noon Rotary Club for constantly adding value to the City of Columbia, Mayor Chaz Mulder said. Whether it is through volunteer work, other public opportunities, or providing beautification to our parks, all the while commemorating some of its own history, he said. The clock's design will be a two-dial E. Howard Post replica with an electronic reset control at the base and will stand at a height of between 9 and 10 feet. Following the vote for approval, members of the Noon Rotary gathered at the City Hall Council Chambers for a photo op, as well as expressing their gratitude for this council's approval of the project. I've been happy to be a member of this club, working on my 10th year, which is approximately 10% of the time this club has been in the community, Noon Rotary member Gerald Vick said. I feel like we do a lot for this community and have in the past, and I look forward to being a part of this second 100 years in this community, he said.
In addition to the clock, a plaque dedicating the century-old club will also be included, acknowledging Columbia Noon Rotary's February 29, 1924 charter date. I think it looks very nice and will be a nice addition when it is installed. And so again, I say to Rotary, thank you so much for your many contributions to our community, Mulder said. Please express our gratitude to your club, and we look forward to voting on this, but also looking forward to the installation. While it's also providing beauty to our park, it's also commemorating a very important club and its history in our community, he said. For those seeking to kick the habit of smoking or nicotine use, Murray Regional Health will offer a free four-part nicotine cessation program in January of 2024. The nicotine cessation program will meet on Tuesdays in the new year with classes beginning January 2nd and continuing January 9th, 16th, and 23rd. Each class begins at 6 p.m. and will be held at Murray Regional Medical Center located at 1224 Trotwood Avenue in Columbia. Participants should enter through the hospital's main entrance and will be escorted to Private Dining Room 1 on the ground floor. Quitting cigarettes, vaping products, and smokeless tobacco may be the single most important thing a person can do to improve their health, said Sharon Dobbins, a respiratory therapist who will lead the sessions. As a former smoker, I can personally relate to the challenges that come with trying to stop using tobacco products and encourage those who are trying to quit to join this supportive group session, she said. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, cigarette smoking and tobacco use is responsible for more than 480,000 deaths in the United States each year. More than 16 million Americans are also living with a serious disease or health condition caused by smoking, such as cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and lung disease. Over time, people who quit smoking or other nicotine products see many benefits to their health. After you stop using nicotine products, your body begins a series of positive changes that continue for years, including improving health status and enhances your quality of life, reduces the risk of premature death, reduces the risk of many adverse health effects, including cardiovascular diseases, chronic obstructive pulmonary, pulmonary disease, COPD, and cancer. Advanced registration for the nicotine cessation program is required, so that course materials may be prepared. To register... Visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash quit. Two Spring Hill residents saw a need for an indoor golf facility for the local community. The way to fulfill that need was by opening Links Social. Matt Baggett and Trevor Perkins combined their friendship and passion for golf by designing an indoor golf space with a membership. Spring Hill doesn't have an indoor golf club, and with the ever-growing population of avid golfers in southern Williamson County and northern Murray County, it just made sense to open a venue right here in Spring Hill where they live, stated the owners. Here's how the membership works. Membership is simple with a flat monthly fee that grants members 24-7 access to the private Trackman 4 equipped bays, each featuring soft seating and bar top options. Members can bring up to three guests each visit at no extra charge and have access to tournaments and special events. Other benefits at Link Social include the lobby, which boasts several TVs with access to all the sports offerings on ESPN and a 14-foot putting green. Books, magazines, and a couple of themed gaming systems also give members something to do before or after booking. Current members can access Link Social beginning on December 16th. Those interested in membership can choose between several offerings from Founders Membership, limited to the first 100 who join, Unlimited Membership, and a Pledge Trial Membership for those who want to try out the experience before joining. 
For more information, visit www.links-social.com. Murray County government has been awarded a $5,000 matching grant from the South Central Tennessee Development District. The Arts Build Communities, or ABC, grant will help the county commemorate the historic Murray County Courthouse as it celebrates 120 years of service to the community in 2024. The grant will fund a community juried art competition open to Murray County citizens of all ages. According to a press release, the theme will focus on what does the courthouse represent to its citizens – Citizens are invited to use their artistic abilities to design an original piece of art, all genres are welcome, that interprets what the Murray County Courthouse means. The Murray County Courthouse is an iconic and historic structure for the state of Tennessee. Built by local architect J.E.R. Carpenter before he went on to great fame as one of the leading architects of luxury high-rise living in New York City, this building has been the central focus of Murray County since it was built in 1904. It symbolizes much to our community. This grant is a wonderful opportunity to allow the citizens of the county to interpret and express what the building represents. The contest will start with a commemoration ceremony honoring the courthouse, which will include a proclamation by Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt, followed by an overview focusing on the history of the Murray County Courthouse by yours truly, me, Tom Price, starting at 4 p.m. on Thursday, January 11th. Murray County citizens will have from January 11th to March 22nd to submit their artwork to the Murray County Archives temporary location located at 1446 Oak Springs Drive, Suite 100. Art will be juried in four age categories, elementary school, secondary school, high school, and adults ages 18 and over. Prizes will be awarded for first, second, and third place for each category, and one grand prize winner will be announced during Mule Day on April 6th of 2024. Rules for artist submissions include all artwork must be original, all art intended for wall mounting, such as drawings and paintings in the 18-plus category, must be submitted in a frame and wired for hanging. All submitted art must be accompanied by a card with the artist's name, contact information, category, title, and medium. And all art must be submitted by 3 p.m. on Friday, March 22nd. Art will be juried by five esteemed artists, which include local photographers Sarah Gillum and Ross Janes, as well as painters James Spearman and Margaret Warfield, and sculptor Jennifer Grisham. The winning submissions will be submitted at the courthouse during the 2024 Mule Day festivities. All submitted artwork will be placed on display at the Prior Art Gallery at Columbia State Community College from May 13th through June 14th. The exhibit will open at the gallery, with a gallery reception rather, on May 13th. For more information about the contest, contact the Murray County Archives at 931-375-1500. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Hugh Earl Rhodes, 91, resident of Columbia, passed away on Friday, December 15th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Visitation for Mr. Rhodes will be on Thursday, December 21st from noon until 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home in Columbia. A funeral will begin at 2 p.m. Internment will follow at Polk Memorial Gardens. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here. 
to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of clouds and sun today, followed by mostly cloudy skies later in the afternoon. The high will be 54 degrees, with winds out of the south-southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect mostly cloudy skies, with a low of 29 degrees. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Debbie Matthews, realtor, and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard, and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Jingle bells, houses sell all the time of the year. To get the most out of your house, let us help you there. With free home staging, yard landscaping, and some free repairs. We will carve for you to make your dreams come true. Mr. Grinch, beware. Merry Christmas to you and your family from George Varalis and The Way Realty. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus Christ changes lives. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. The Tennessee Department of Health is reminding consumers not to eat any of the recently recalled apple cinnamon fruit puree or cinnamon applesauce pouches manufactured by Wanabana USA under three brand names. The pouches should be thrown away immediately. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Food and Drug Administration continue to investigate a multi-state outbreak of lead poisoning linked to the following products and brands. Wanabana apple cinnamon fruit puree pouches, including three packs, Schnucks brand cinnamon-flavored applesauce pouches in variety packs, and Wise brand cinnamon applesauce pouches. The CDC has reported 205 total cases in its investigation across multiple states, including one case in Tennessee. On October 31st of 2023, the FDA recalled all Wanabana USA apple cinnamon fruit puree and cinnamon applesauce pouches regardless of expiration date and lock code as part of its investigation into the lead-contaminated food products. Wanabana apple cinnamon fruit puree pouches are sold nationally and are available through multiple retailers, including Amazon, Dollar Tree, and other online outlets. If you have any of these products, throw them away immediately. Contact your health care provider if your child has consumed the Wanabana applesauce pouches. Consumers who purchase the products with the specified batch numbers and expiration dates can return them to the place of purchase for a full refund. Tennessee gas prices have dropped to the lowest prices so far in 2023. Over last week, gas prices across the state fell five cents on average. The Tennessee gas price average is now $2.75, which is 19 cents less expensive than one month ago and a penny less than one year ago. Tennessee pump prices are falling at the perfect time as more than two and a half million Tennesseans prepare to take a road trip for the year end holidays, said Megan Cooper, spokeswoman for AAA, the auto club group. 
Right now, over half of Tennessee gas stations have prices below $275 per gallon. Strong domestic gasoline supplies and low oil prices have contributed to the downward pressure on prices at the pump. Oil prices regained some strength last week, so a modest increase is possible at the pump. But AAA expects gas prices to remain low through the holidays, she said. Here's some quick facts. 57% of Tennessee gas stations have prices below $2.75. Tennessee dropped to the 14th least expensive market in the nation. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Murray Regional Health has announced some big plans for the future. On June 30th, the health system announced its first major construction project at Murray Regional Medical Center in approximately 20 years. The $115 million facility improvement plan will enhance our patient experience and expand access to care for our patients. It's an exciting time at Murray Regional Health, and we hope you'll stand with us as we embark on this renovation and expansion plan. Learn more by visiting murrayregional.com slash bigplans. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Nashville's classic holiday tradition returns, featuring a one-mile walking path with elegant and creative displays of lights that set Cheekwood Estate and Gardens aglow. With over one million lights twinkling throughout the gardens, s'mores, seasonal libations, and a holiday marketplace, Holiday Lights is a memory-making experience for visitors of all ages. Holiday Lights is open from now through January 7th. For more information, visit www.cheekwood.com. Dot org. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting, WKOM, WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.